This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. I'm your host, Charlie McDermott. Welcome to episode number 599 of the Good Neighbor Podcast. And there are good neighbors, and then there are good neighbors. And we have one right here. We have Jim Griffith. He is the CEO of Sydney and Byrne Davis Art Center. Jim, how you doing? I'm doing fantastic. Thank you for having me. Well, thanks for being a part of the show. And more importantly, my goodness, uh, getting your story out there, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm blown away by all you've done. And uh, the importance for Fort Myers, I, I got to tell you, early in our uh, existence here, we came from Pennsylvania and we happened to stop into Fort Myers a couple of years ago and um, saw this big building. We didn't quite know what it was, but coolly decorated and and just just looked phenomenal. And Barb and I looked at each other and said, wow, what a neat town. Um, so let's get your story out there for our listeners. Jim, tell us about the Sydney and Byrne Davis Art Center. Sure. Uh, well, the Sydney and Byrne Davis Art Center came to be because uh, my wife and I kind of had a similar story. We fell into downtown accidentally. Uh, my wife's a violinist and I'm a violist. And she was coming here to take over a Suzuki violin studio. We got a little lost in our directions and we, <laughs> we ended up downtown. And if, if you've been to downtown Fort Myers, you know the historic, uh, the, all the architectural gems that yeah. exist, all original from turn of the century uh, around 1900. And um, we got out of our car and, and looked up and down First Street. There was not a soul in sight. Uh, almost tumbleweed coming down the street, and we said, wow, <laughs> what is going on here? This is what an amazing, it was like a movie set. And yeah, uh, yeah. we said, here's our blank canvas. This is what we want. This is where we want to uh, lay down our roots and, and make something happen here. So um, we created a, a school of music in downtown uh, it, where the arcade theater is. And um, there was this building, it was an old federal building, just sitting empty for years. Uh, and I could look in the windows and see that water was getting in there. And it was just, ah. a, just a mess inside. So I approached the city of Fort Myers. I met with Mayor Jim Humphrey at the time and said, if you let me bring uh, the arts to downtown Fort Myers, that'll bring life back into downtown. Mm. And he, a very wise man, knew what I was saying and he, he, he knew that this had happened in many other towns throughout the country so he said let's give it a shot but uh he had to put the building out for bid so everybody had a chance for it so i submitted along with some others the idea of a multifunctional, multi-purpose art center and uh, the mayor created a committee of community leaders uh to make the decision on what to do with the building my proposal, I actually had a nonprofit in existence, hmm. and my, my proposal uh, won unanimously uh, to make it an art center. So here I am now with a nonprofit and a beautiful rundown <laughs> and not two nickels to rub together. Hmm. And I uh, negotiated a 99-year lease with the city to lease the building for a dollar a year, which I paid in advance. And uh, but I accepted the responsibility of raising the money to to fix it all up. So that is the that is how the ball got rolling with this whole process. And that, that was what, about 20 years ago or so? 
Yeah, we got the building in 2003. 2000, so, okay, okay. Wow, wow. So you obviously you had a vision and it literally has come to life and 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 recently. Yeah, I mean you, you yeah, I guess you had another vision or maybe that was part of the original vision of you know the rooftop piece, right? Yeah, from day 1 when I when I got access to the building, I came in, I found my way all the way through the building. And the only way to get on the roof was this little spiral stair, which still exists on the second floor. So I went around the spiral stair, got up on the roof, and I looked around and I looked at the view of the city and the view of the river. And I said, wow, I've got to utilize every square inch of this building. And someday there's going to be a rooftop sculpture garden. Wow. Wow. And so you guys are doing so much uh, with that facility? I mean, events and, and programs and all You mind just kind of giving us an overview of all that's happening there? Not at all. We have multiple series of concerts uh, that take place. It's a, it's a visual and performing arts center. So if you're familiar with the space, you know that we have two exhibits every month that open on the first Friday of every month, uh, which is Art Walk downtown. And um, we have two curators, Sean uh, Ayotte and Cesar Aguero, who uh, put the shows together and bring the artists from, from uh, we, we have local as well as national artists participating here. Mm. Um, and we, the, the series that we offer, we have a, an amazing chamber music series. Of course, that's what I do. I'm a violist. I went to Juilliard and uh, all these amazing friends all over the country that I'm able to bring to Fort Myers to perform for us. So a fantastic chamber music series, world-class uh, jazz, jazzy night series. We have a new bluegrass series. Uh, Sierra Hall, one of my favorite is coming this year and I cannot wait for her. Uh, we have, a, we do a vinyl vibe series, um, uh, um, cover bands that, uh, that impersonate uh, great legends. Uh, perform that's believe it or not that's our most popular series people love to come see what elton john looked like when he was young or the beatles right wow. yeah but you know what we also have a film festival the fort myers film festival takes place here and every monday we we shoot uh we uh show uh, independent film hmm. uh, we also do fashion we have a, a fashion week we like to call it uh in i think it's in march this year and we have designers from all over the country come and, and uh, we have about 30 models and put on this amazing show of, of fantastic uh, art couture. Wow. Um, we also make the building available to other nonprofits. So we do a lot of events like uh, uh, um, other fundraisers for Big Brothers, Big Sisters or Boys and Girls Club. Uh, so many other organizations have been able to utilize the space and uh, raise funds because it's, it's, it's actually a perfect uh, party facility. Uh, we, ha we have a uh, terrific kitchen, so caterers are able to come in and feed hundreds of people at a time. And um, we also do a, a really amazing event that we started with Goodwill Industries and we partnered years ago, and I think this is our 14th or 15th year, uh, Festival of Trees. And we have uh, companies from all over town decorate 25 trees mm -hmm. and um, it's a big fundraiser for Goodwill Industries and the Sydney and Burn Davis Art Center. It's become a holiday tradition. Thousands of people come through that week to look at the trees. And then at the end of the end of the week, we um, raffle the trees off. 
and the wow. all goodies that come with each tree uh, very become, cool yeah it's it's a great tradition we love it wow when is that when does that start this year you know it's always the first week, it's always the first week of december right after thanksgiving wow okay okay wow. I, I'm, kind of, I'm i'm right now down i gotta see that That's yeah we great. kind of oh, season santa comes of course and we do a santa's block party and and kids are able to come make toys and things like that and uh, write letters to Santa. It's a great holiday, uh, family holiday. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Okay, let me uh, let me pick my jaw up off the floor. I mean, where, where did this come from, Jim? I mean, you, you, like you said, you got lost on this road trip, and and I mean, this is part obviously, you know, nonprofit uh, uh, event events and and entrepreneurism, and and I mean. Is this something that's always been in you or did it just come out when you saw this building? Um, well, my whole life I've, I've uh, built things. I like built making yeah. with my, my own two hands. So th that's kind of in me. I did a lot of construction when I was in college that helped me pay for college to get okay. to Julia. So yeah. I have some building experience and um, I knew what downtown needed. I, I, I had that vision. And the building, to me, just says Art Center all over it when you look at it. It's a gorgeous neoclassic style uh, building that was designed by a local architect, Nat Gallard Walker, back in the 1930s. Uh, we think Thomas Edison had a lot to do with the building of this building. Hmm. Uh, uh, it, it was originally a United States post office. I went back in the old newspapers to find out what was going on at the time. They were trying to get funding for a new post office for 15 years, and they they, they just couldn't get it. Well, Thomas celebrated uh, his, I think it was his 80th birthday, and President-elect Herbert Hoover came to town to celebrate with him. There's pictures of them walking wow. down Perth Street, uh -huh. and the next year, they got uh, the funding to build a new post office. Uh -huh. So we think it had a lot to do with this place. How exciting is that? Wow. What, what a story. What? I mean, again, what a gem Fort Myers is with all the history and the architecture. And, and it, you know, again, I, I always go back to the first time I had no idea. I mean, I was completely surprised by the town and the look. And, uh, you know, every time I go back, there's something new. I mean, my goodness, talk about the growth, right? Fort Myers and what's going on there development wise. So you had a vision, Jim, for sure. Wow. Yeah. Good for Fort Myers. Yeah. Well, we, we like to think we were the spark that got things going. Yeah. <clears throat> Many things fell into place after we uh, announced that there was going to be an art center. Other galleries moved in. Then we created Art Walk and thousands of people started coming downtown. So then the restaurants started coming and then the retail started coming and yeah. built a, an amazing new hotel downtown, the yeah. Luminary. Yeah. So it's so great to see this dream come true and, yeah. and Downtown Fort Myers is just a thriving arts destination. Wow. So how about outside of this, uh, if you have any free time, what are you doing for fun? Well, a lot of uh, something that a lot of people don't know is I'm still a musician and I'm a member of the Naples Philharmonic. I, wow. I think this is my 33rd year. When we first moved down here in 1988, uh, they, they opened the doors of the Naples Philharmonic and I auditioned. It was a national audition. There were several hundred people that that auditioned for uh, my my seat, and I won. Wow. And wow. I've been in orchestra ever since. So uh, that's kind of a 
that's my other job. And then for fun, I, we actually have a boat and we love to take it out boating when we can and exploring the, the islands, uh, the outer coastal islands and just uh, taking advantage of all that Southwest Florida has to offer. Yeah. Yeah. You have any uh, favorite destinations on the boat? Any, any secret islands that you visit that you can share? I think our favorite is North Captiva because you can only get by boat. Uh, we actually owned a house out there for a while. And um, then our, our daughters went to college, so we needed the money. So, we, <laughs> But uh, what an amazing island. You can only, there's no cars out there. You can get around by golf cart. Mm. Most of the island is a, a state preserve, so it's just natural beauty. They keep all the uh, invasive plants away, so you can see what Florida looked like originally and it's just a beautiful island we love it good tip i love it i love it so how about jim looking back uh what comes to mind a period of time that you were challenged you got through that rough patch and you can now say hey because of that i'm better for it i'm stronger yeah well the the biggest challenge especially with the art center was when we got the building it really was a wreck i mean water had been pouring in years so uh mold everywhere uh all original flooring was heaving it was uh, everything the walls were just caving in it, you look at it now and people think oh wow what's the big deal well yeah. they hadn't what it looked like i wish i could show you a picture but it was I mean, you could barely even breathe inside it was so bad um and then uh of course if it could be made of out of asbestos it was in here so we had to do oh. a full a full asbestos abatement to begin with. We had to put a new roof on the building. We had to replace every pane of glass, which wasn't the original glass anyways, but uh, we put impact glass on. Mm -hmm. And so it was, it was a major challenge. And then, you know, because downtown was dead and what we were proposing was seemed a crazy idea to so yeah. many people. So many people said, this is never going to happen <laughs> for me. That's like, okay. Challenge accepted. Yeah. I, I yeah. inspired me so much more to try so much harder. I mean, there were times I wanted to give up, but failure was not an option. And, and uh, then, of course, Bern Davis came along. <clears throat> we did a fundraiser uh, early on, and uh, Bern Davis stepped up and gave us the million dollars, uh, a million dollar gift. And we, of course, put her and her husband's name on the building. That's why it's called the Sydney and Bern Davis Art Center. Okay. And, um, uh, the community really stepped up after she made her initial gift and we've raised $10 million to make this place happen so far. Wow. And we, you know, we never borrowed any money um, um, to, to during the, the restoration process at the very end for the rooftop, we did uh, get a loan from the city to, to finalize it because COVID hit and things came oh, to a yeah. halt. We had to borrow a little bit of money for that, but um, yeah. Pretty much the community has done this project. So we're, we're so thankful for everybody that stepped up and, and, and helped and continue to support this yeah. amazing. Yeah. Wow. So one thing you wish our listeners knew about Sydney and Byrne Davis Art Center, what would that be? Um, I think one of the, one of the, uh, well, a couple of things, but the, the main thing, I guess, the, this is a place to, to uh, give. A lot of people come here and take. 
and and there should be a balance of give and take. You come here to be inspired, to to experience the arts, to uh, um, see amazing performances, <clears throat> but it's also a place to give, whether it's time, whether it's talent, uh, whether it's money, it's a place to give too. And it's it's it represents a, a, a quality of life in Lee County. Um, it, we've had so many people come here and say, we moved here because we were visiting, we came to a concert or we came to an art show at the Sydney and Burn Davis Art Center and we just fell in love. So we moved here and we love it when we get those letters or we get people tell us that they moved here because of what we're doing here at Sydney and Burn Davis Art Center. How great is that? That is awesome. Wow. Well, I know we have listeners who've never been there and even the ones that have, uh, uh, they want to learn more about all the great events you have coming up here. So what's the best way for them to see more and learn more, Jim? The, the most uh, powerful tool, of course, is our website, which is www.sbdac.com, as in it's short for Sydney Byrne Davis Art Center, sbdac.com. Awesome. Awesome. Well, my goodness, thank you again for all you do and your team there, certainly. And uh, boy, can't encourage our listeners enough to uh, get on over there. And if you're outside the area, get on a dang plane and get down there and uh, visit Jim and the Arts Center. And you just might find yourself a new resident in Fort Myers, <laughs> like the rest of us, right, Jim? <laughs> yeah. oh, wonderful. Uh, well, you have a great one. Thank you so much for the opportunity. Really appreciate it. Thank you for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast. To nominate your favorite local business to be featured on the show, go to goodneighborpodcast.com. That's goodneighborpodcast.com. Or call us at 239-224-4105.